Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the movie newbie. My name's Jabril Sahimi, and I am the newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys? And we are back again with another episode of the Movie Newbie. Wow. And this is a bonus show. This is a Yo, what's up show, oh. and um, and we're cracking some beers. And we're cracking you know? some we're beers. Having you know? some fun. Yeah, it's it's yeah. six p.m. You know, six thirty. Yeah, we're loud. It's we're chilling. Yeah, 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 we're chilling. It's, good. it's we're cocktail good. hour. Exactly. Productive day for me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, very productive. Very yeah, productive. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can hear their voices. As you know, as usual, I've got Raf and Ollie in the studio, ugh, in the studio with us Ooh, today. Almost tongue tied. Yeah, tongue tied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do exercises so before we. Beak. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, wait one second. Oh, oh no! <laughs> to all of our <laughs> yeah. listeners out there with misophonia, we apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is our bad. Um, yeah. So episode seventy, guys, wow. seven zero. We've been doing this for a while. So that means we got to celebrate yeah. on the 70, 75th, right? That's usually like the, the Ooh, number. The milestone. Mm. The yeah, the milestone, well, no, right? Well, well, this year we had the Platinum uh, Jubilee, wow. right? Yeah, for yeah, our yeah. dearly departed queen. That was the 70th anniversary. It's true. So this is kind of like our Platinum Jubilee. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Look, at, look at us. Look at us. Look at a bunch us, of Jubilees. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, what are we talking about today? What's the, what's, what are we, what are we improvising? What's the crack? What's yeah, the crack? So we've got a few things on, on the agenda. We um, do, we do. But the first thing is, is uh, I was, I was watching this video on YouTube the other day and it was uh, an interview with Seth Rogen and um, mm-hmm. this guy from Complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, it was, I think it was like 30, 40 minutes long and he asked him loads of funny questions like, um, stuff about super bad, obviously. Stuff mm. about like weed, um, his ceramics business. Obviously, and then yeah. one of the main <laughs> talking points, which was like, <laughs> uh, one of the main top uh, like talking points was. Um, I love it if one of his questions was like, "So Seth, clear this up for us once and for all. Do you smoke weed? Yeah, we just don't never know. brought it up in any. <laughs> well, he did talk about the story about him, Lil Wayne, and Snoop Dogg smoked a lot of weed, oh, which wow. was really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing. Snoop Dogg's joints are meant to be like lethal, right? I have no idea. I guess so. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, he has a professional roller. He gets paid like seventy-five k a year or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is insane to me. That right? is wow. And That's she also—it's a—it's a she, by the way. And she oh. also um, rolls for like Wiz Khalifa and like a bunch of other. Like, wow, rappers. she's got reputation. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah. amazing. Props to her. <laughs> Props such, to her. This is such a side tangent. He's such a side tangent. We can go back <laughs> yeah, to the, yeah. to the so. actual. Yeah, well, um, okay, just very quickly. I once met Keith Richards' uh, weed roller. Wow. In, nice. in uh, Cambodia. He was from Singapore. No he way. He to have invented the Fullerton Hotel Singapore sling. But he's his family. Are we are we outing him right now to the Singaporean government? I won't name. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't know who he is. Cool bar with all of this like uh, Rolling Stones miscellany in um, Cambodia. But he he and his family were the butlers for um, uh, the Rolling Stones when they were traveling in Asia, and he became his professional Mm. joint roller. Wow, what a story! Damn, he should write a book. Mm. Damn, that's wow. Yes. Well, well. Yes. Back to the interview. Back to, yeah, yeah. Back, <laughs> to the back to the topic yeah. at hand, shall we? So, in the interview, they were talking about cinema and then the streaming companies and what he thinks about like Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney right. Plus, yeah. and then also like the more traditional 
picture houses like 20th mm. century or like yeah. you know universal or paramount. whatever paramount yeah, yeah. who um, also have i mean paramount has its own well, streaming yeah. service so that's well, that's right? one of the things right yeah. like even at, well we were we were talking about something the other day i think it was with ollie he was saying mgm have a streaming service now oh i didn't well, know, i did um, not know that they so what i was talking about was i actually had to use this to watch our next movie that we're going to be talking about but um I went on to Amazon Prime to watch, uh, well, I guess this is spoiling it. Well, we're, we're going to be talking about it soon, but to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And on Amazon, you have to, uh, to watch this movie, you have to sign up for another subscription oh. to MGM's library. So MGM almost have their own little channel within Amazon Prime. Right. Because they also have stars on Amazon Prime they in do. the UK. They do. And Shudder, which I do subscribe to now to watch a bunch of horror movies for the Halloween season. Nice. But yeah. Nice. every So... Everyone either has their own streaming service or they have sort of extended deals with other streaming services as like add-ons. Yeah, because I I think to watch Halo and um, Strange New Worlds or something, Mm -hmm. I... Brave New World? Strange New Worlds? Yeah, no, Strange New Worlds, I think. That's the uh, Star Trek. The Star Trek, Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, Nerd. It's fucking good, dude. Anyways, (laughs) we'll talk about about that later. We'll talk about it later. We've got a Trekkie here. Um, But I did the same thing on Apple TV. Right. So yeah, it... It's the same thing. Paramount yeah. Plus is on Apple TV. Same you with MGM. Did you do the free trial then, and then like, put, oh yeah, like canceled it like a second later? Yeah. So quick. It's what you I, do. I put the countdown on my on my phone, and I was like, yep, nope, don't need this. <laughs> just marathon yeah. it, and then yeah. outie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just just spend a good Sunday. But uh, what do you think? You know, like there there are these wars, and like I guess we kind of touched about we touched upon this topic a little bit before with like you know franchises mm-hmm. and like we're getting too much content. You yeah. know, I think it was the same with like playback speed and like attention. It's sure, like, sure. Um, I think I was watching, uh, I can't remember which TV show, but they were, they, they asked like, um, how, like, I think it was South Park. Yeah. They were talking, it was like the cable guys who like fix the cable, uh, for like, yeah. you know, direct to TV or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. versus cable like TV. Disney plus. And they were, and it, basically the, the episode was like, oh yeah, are you gonna watch like the Mandalorian? Because I think it was when Mandalorian <laughs> was coming out. Um, oh boy! And yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think? I honestly can't remember because it's been so overly. It's so we're so oversaturated with content and streaming services that I can't remember a world where that was not a thing. Like I, I remember when Netflix, you know, first you know opened its mm-hmm. doors, and we yeah. first got introduced to Netflix, yeah. and that was like a whole new world for us. But I don't remember the world before that. Mm. I just remember maybe going to the cinema with Ollie plenty of times, or with you. Um, but I don't remember how. I guess cable was yeah, but I don't remember the world of cable. I don't remember because we don't I, have that now well, in our I, adult I, lives. I, I mean, to be fair, I actually I used to pay for Sky. Sky Entertainment. Oh, so I used right, to pay of course, for of course. live terrestrial cable mm. TV, and yeah. right now I, I use Now TV. Actually, I get it yeah. through a friend. Actually, but um, which is not technically legal. Yeah, yeah. But we um, I do use live terrestrial TV, and I I, I quite like that actually. But yeah. I, in terms of like the, the streaming yeah. war, well, sorry, you were gonna say? Yeah, no, I was just gonna say like I don't know how to feel about like watching TV because I stopped watching. TV, unless it was like football or like well, something, I get it. something I use it for specific. Fo- I use it explicitly yeah. Yeah, for, for, for right. sports. But then yeah. I also, just because I now have it, I do sometimes when I'm not sure what I want to watch. I love just going on to Now TV mm. and just flicking through the channels. And sometimes it'll be like, 
20 minutes into a movie that right. I haven't seen in a few years. I'll just like, you know, right. like this morning I had a bit of time to kill. Watch 20 minutes of Talladega Nights. Mm. So it was great. Yeah, or like there's yeah, a program yeah. on in yeah. like 10 minutes. You I know? did. I do miss that. I do miss that, uh, you know, going on, on, well, in Singapore we had Star Hub, well, right? Dude, that's what I was, I was going to say. Like at least here, the TV is actually somewhat good. There isn't yeah, as much. There's a plethora of options. In Singapore, right? dude, the it's TV it's was garbage. AXN. But AXN. <laughs> it was garbage. Yeah, the Star Plus. It was complete garbage. Like, I mean, even in the Middle East where they like censor a lot of stuff, there's a huge variety of channels and, yeah. you know, like, wow. But I do miss, I, guess, I, yeah. I do miss that, that quality of, of just like sitting on your couch, turning the TV on and just flipping through channels. Yeah. Because there's something that, Netflix doesn't can't provide that. I don't know. I don't know why. It just it doesn't have that quality. Amazon is like you go on these streaming services, um, mm. and y- you feel that you're doing it for one single purpose to endlessly scroll. And the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to endlessly scroll I think, at something. I think human. It's proven like psychologically, human beings are. They're not happy with having a lot of choice. They don't yeah. know how to process lots of choices. Mm. <laughs> it's um, like going to an Asian restaurant and there's like oh, five hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. things on the yeah, menu. Exactly. Like, but that's right. We like to be told what to do sometimes on occasion. Absolutely. We like to have those decisions made for us. For, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and that's why they have the surprise me function on Netflix. <laughs> they do. Wait, is, yeah, is they that do. a thing they actually yeah. do? That? Yeah. Because there was somebody. So back before that, back before when Netflix was just a website, right? Somebody made another website with you basically put in your region and it would just randomly pick a movie mm. for you and you can just press random random but random. i feel like you would just continue pr- pressing random it'd be like well, the same I think idea it's easier yeah because at least you're something. actually watching something yeah. whereas if you're just you scrolling would, you like, do that thing where you you pick something at random and then um you'd watch about five minutes of it and decide mm, there could be something better for me out there but on it's the streaming service yeah and it's the same these streaming services they offer the same thing that we do on our telephones whether that's instagram whether that's um uh, on on Google or t- t- your t- your dating apps Tinder uh, Hinge whatever it is you can endlessly scroll you can keep going like whoever I know there was yeah. one dude who created the endless scroll thing where you can just keep going from pages to pages to pages yeah. uh, endlessly and I feel like that's robbing our 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 attention because suddenly mm. we don't stop and people that don't know how to stop don't know how to say no yeah. they'll keep going so it really it's it, i think it hinders us if anything yeah. and streaming services was, do that cuz i've was, been stuck in the hole before yeah. don't get me wrong like i was going to just take it back a little bit and like you know i feel now we're getting such personalized niche things mm-hmm. so there's like a show for for anyone and, and every, every interest mm-hmm. right and maybe those shows don't get picked up and maybe not the wide like everyone likes that stuff kind of yeah. like the content that we get on our phones you know on instagram everyone has their own favorite meme page everyone mm-hmm. has their own brand of humor yeah and we are getting that kind of like personalization um but i don't know if it works at that level you know mm. like you see it with with marvel for example you know now they're doing ooh show for Muslims from uh, the yeah, Pakistan, yeah, Pakistan or, yeah. India, you know, that mm. area of the world. Or we have um, She-Hulk, with, She-Hulk yeah. with now we have an attorney, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, like if you like Ali McBeal, this is a show for you. Yeah, and yeah. then mm. you have, um, I don't know, I can't really think like you have a bunch of the like, Star ooh, Wars you, is doing the same thing. As Star Wars well, is doing the same. Right? But I don't want to yeah. like keep on hating on Disney. Like, let's say. um but Disney, Netflix, but Disney Netflix has like, for example, the Adam Sandler. If you're an Adam Sandler like Stan on Netflix is for sure, you because sure, you can sure. watch 
like a plethora Whoa. of Adam Sandler movies. Yes. While there are gems like uh, was that gem? Uncut, Uncut Gems. Yeah. There's also the worst well, movies I've ever seen in my life. Or even Chris uh, Chris Chris Hemsworth. He has a bunch of Netflix movies. Um, who else is signed to Netflix? Uh, but yeah, there's really bad things, yeah. and then there's like I good think, things like Mo, you know, yeah, or yeah. like uh, House of Cards. But well, like, <laughs> again, like your Saudi Arabian features, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, well, that's but also they aren't, something... they aren't originals, though. Right, so, but as in, like, that's something that Netflix can pick up mm. and 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 distribute or produce uh, for for people to to get access to it. To bring it back to what I think we were originally discussing here, though, was just that now we have more streaming services than ever. Mm. Before you had terrestrial, normal cable TV, yeah. then you had Netflix, then Amazon Prime. Then I think there was another Hulu? Disney Plus eventually yeah. showed. Yeah, well, Hulu, Hulu before. Exactly. Then, but yeah. now there are just endless streaming services. Yeah. And the point I, is, not everybody can afford. Mm. I don't think people want to pay for all of them. No. So no. the idea is like. How are they gonna? How what's gonna happen when they're dividing and competing for um, the audience's attention? Because I think all of these streaming services, for the most part, these larger ones, mm. they need all of. They want all of the audience. They don't want just a yeah. portion of the audience. No, like Netflix want, want everyone. Which is yeah. why they're all creating. Is, they're like they're uh, each and every one of them are creating their own content for fantasy. So let's say like Prime has uh, the Rings of Power. Yeah, and, and then and HBO has Game of Thrones, yeah. right? Um, and then and Amazon, Pro yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, so, they're all hey, competing for the so same genre. HBO, right? Yeah. Now HBO isn't really like HBO isn't oh, it's, it's uh, all over the world. Yeah, yeah it's, exclusive. it's pretty yeah. exclusive. So people are still like, which is crazy you know, that like, it still lives to, on, right? Like downloading it illegally. You know, mm. people are still trying to get it in Guilty. more like difficult ways. Um, and HBO was the one that shook up the like. Uh, TV world, the world, right? TV, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, like it was uh, HBO ran the show with like Sopranos, and I'm not sure what what it was before, the like Liar, before before Oz, HBO. Like, Oz, HBO yeah, was yeah. known for their comedy specials, and I think Netflix really did well with comedy specials. Sure, but yeah, HBO yeah. like set the, was set killing. the benchmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah, I think the AMC had a few shows uh, like Breaking Mad Men. Uh, oh, Breaking Bad is AMC, yeah. but see, Walking Netflix, Dead? Netflix Dead. bought that. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Walking Dead, Walking for example. What, what I was going to say though, as well, was that I think there's a space actually for niche streaming services mm -hmm. where they can actually make a lot of money, like, like movie. Shutter, Shutter, yeah, movie. Movie is built yeah, for yeah. bands of art house and foreign art. cinema, yeah. and Shutter, which I just mentioned earlier, Shutter is a streaming service that exclusively um, distributes content. horror yeah. content yeah. and yeah. produces yeah. films for horror fans. Mm. Now, is everybody going to get a Shutter service? No, yeah. because uh, there's a lot like Jabril right here. I don't <laughs> think he's going to pay any money for a <laughs> yeah. for a streaming service that just does horror films. But for someone like me who loves horror. And, and horror fans are the most exclusive loyal movie fans out there I, in the world. I, They'll sure. watch anything if they if they feel like it's appealing to their fan yeah. base. Yeah, yeah, I got Shudder just loyal. because it was Halloween. I'm like, it's Halloween month. I want to watch a bunch of horror movies. And so I paid for it. And, probably, and probably got a good free trial, did you? I did. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've continued using <laughs> yeah. it because it's yeah. really good. Oh, shit. Okay, and okay. Shudder has been really successful because they, yeah, they, they know their margins. They're not going to get too big for their britches. Mm. They're like, mm. we know we're, we've only got a small slice of the audience, but we're just going to do a really good job of appeal. Right. And, then, and then appeal, yeah. Appeal yeah. To, yeah. To, to, that, to that margin, right? And yeah. like the, with Mubi, it's the same thing. Like, I really appreciate those streaming services that cater to those mm -hmm. specific fans. Yeah. Um, where you go too big, let Netflix or Prime, you feel like Netflix or Prime are competing, right? So it's like, 
and and there's always going to be competition, which is why they're called the streaming mm. wars. But like at some point, who's going to win the battle? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, does it have to be someone that wins? Because no, like, yeah, I was no, thinking no, the same thing. Not. There's like. Um, I used to subscribe to one for documentaries specifically. I think it was called Nebula or something like that. Mm. That's cool. Um, it's a good title. It's a good title. Yeah. So it was. It was like I think there are places for that kind of stuff. But I guess yeah. like let's to cap off this kind of, this little conversation here. Yeah. Um, what do you guys watch the most? To cap it off. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, uh, <laughs> no, Netflix no, no. Prime. <laughs> like, I think I I don't necessarily believe that there's going to be a winner because uh, <laughs> bringing it back to the interview with Seth Rogen, he said that no matter what. Like the original picture houses of like film and whatever, because like now you see Netflix like producing films or mm-hmm. you know Amazon Prime like sure. spending billions on on rise uh, Rings of Power, mm. you know. Do you think that the space is going to get overcrowded? Do you think that um, someone's going to eventually get like left aside? Like, where do you think? I think we've had this conversation before. You know, like not small films, not huge blockbusters but that middle section of yeah, films I think you know the, the middle class of filmmaking where do you think that's going to go it's because we now class. have these niche like so for example do you think shutter in the next 5 years are going to start producing their own horror films they, they already do, no they already do yeah. they, no, they already, already do okay. and producing their they've got shutter originals yeah okay so yeah. that's probably where these yeah, things to go. So like, I can't say that stream like this whole streaming wars are, is bad or good. No. I can't say if um I don't know. Well, at the end of the day, right? It's 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 a platform for filmmakers to um, to have for for whatever they want to distribute, right? So you can go up to Netflix, you can go up to Prime, you can go up to Shutter, you can go up to Mubi, and you can ask. You know, if you're a filmmaker and you're trying to create content, there is so much for you. There's options mm. for you. So I think it's for a filmmaker now to to be a filmmaker now must be so incredible because you have so much. Uh, you have such a huge arsenal um, and so much tools. Mm. Not only can you record on your phone, as proven by Sean Baker and Tangerine, mm. but you can now also have the likes of Netflix. I mean, obviously, it's, it, there's a whole. You know, there's layers to to that, but at least it's accessible. And there are there are you know. Filmmakers could could really go out there and make movies and 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 have them seen if mm-hmm. they do it the right way and pitch it the right way and mm-hmm. and go go to these houses and streaming services. Yeah. Whereas back then it'd probably be a lot harder. Now it's probably yeah. made a bit easier for filmmakers. It's I mean, exciting. It's exciting. Like maybe it's like something that's going to be on a tangent, but like even like the move from film to digital yeah. is a huge thing because before film you were limited oh, to film. Sure, sure, right. Sure. Yeah. Digital you can do shit. Oh, a yeah. shit ton of stuff. Shit ton of stuff. Yeah. You know, so that from that to that, mm. I mean, from like yeah, from film to digital, mm. there was probably like a boom in like content yeah. that people were like, oh, we don't need this shit. Yeah, you know, so there was a lot more of good and a lot more of shit. Which is why you're getting yeah, you're getting right a now. lot. Yeah. You're getting a lot of content because suddenly filmmakers are like, oh, I can do, I can, I can release mm, something. Yeah. I can make a TV show. I can make a film. I can do that. And anyone you know, can. Anyone really, can. Yeah, anyone yeah. can. So that's that's exciting. It's yeah. exciing for me. And like obviously, there's going to be maybe a lot of crap, but in the mm. in that crap, there's probably Probably going to be a few gems. Yeah. yeah. So, um, speaking of gems, yes. Um, there's a certain, I guess, I don't know, unpolished gem, shall we say? Uncut gem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to segue. I was trying to do it, but yeah, then I that's. Just, I, I can. I, was, yeah. I can take it from you here. You want to take it from here? Yeah, take <laughs> yeah, yeah. it from here. Dude. I did want to talk about a little film called "Look at Me," which is a 2022 Singaporean release directed by Ken Quek. And the reason why I, t- I want to talk about these things is two. One, it features um, my good buddies Thomas Pang and Shui, 
who mm-hmm. are both LaSalle buddies. Uh, we, we, we trained together back in LaSalle. Shout out Yao. Uh, yeah. Sh- Yao. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's not Thomas Pang anymore. It's Yao. Um, so excuse me. I'm still, I'm still in the process of, of transitioning, um, from Thomas Pang to so Yao. He, he's changed his name. He's changed his name to no, Yao. It's his, yeah. It's oh, cool. his Chinese name. It's his right? Chinese yeah, name. Yeah, very um, cool. and it's also his performer name. So it's just what he wants to go by. So that's my bit. That's my bad. That's my B. Is um, it just, just Yao? Sorry. Just Yao. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah. yeah. Just like share. It's just which, yeah. is, which is also his um his Instagram handle. Yeah, right? yeah, it's just absolutely. Yow. Just yeah, it's just yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. Is it at and, just yeah? No, it's just yeah. Oh yeah, at is it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. which is cool. <laughs> it's becoming like um like a, is it like at yeah or at just yeah. <laughs> At it's just yeah, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a comedy routine. Yeah. yeah, this is a little bit of a yeah, a little bit of a slap to yeah. slap to the comedy. Uh, anyways, and it features Shuyi as well, which um, Thomas Pang uh, Yao was uh, above, and Shuyi was uh, below, and we were all in the year group. In the year group, yeah. yeah, yeah no, let's I not. Let's... Like this <laughs> you, you don't say that. Um, but yeah. So, anyways. Um, I wanted to kind of talk about this because um, it got banned in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've spoken about like the crazy ratings that they have in Singapore for specific things. Yes, we yeah. have. Yeah, we and we talked. We we briefly talked about censorship in in a previous bonus zone. Mm-hmm. Right? I kind of wanted to jump into this because it's it's fascinating to me that a film that looks pretty brilliant and that's kind of. Um, Really examines well. First of all, let me explain what the movie is about. It's it's inspired by Amos Yi, who, if people don't know what Am- who Amos Yi is, he was a famous. Well, it became quite an infamous figure yeah. for doing tw- uh, vlogs and posts uh, in 2015, um, criticizing Lee Kuan Yew yeah. and Christianity. Uh, mm. And then you know he. Anyways, for those who he, are interested, he was a very divisive figure. Very, yeah, like throughout his vlogging days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was very, a vlogger very controversial. For, but like, very I think controversial. the the thing that really brought him into the public like was that he posted a meme or a picture uh, uh, depicting uh, like a, a sexual act being done. Lee Kuan Yew and Mar- our Margaret Thatcher, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So, um, which, which violated a lot of decency laws or in Singapore, uh, in Singapore, yeah. and um, and this and, yeah. and basically yeah. he was sent to prison, right? He, I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. Those, well, he wasn't to, sent to prison. To those that are interested, um, I would say go deep dive into uh, Wikipedia for for Amos Yee because yeah. he's he's had quite a fascinating. Yeah. Uh, journey so far i'll say but the film kind of um uh talks about that and and doesn't recreate it but like um has that same uh discussion uh, and it talks about um yao who is uh who plays uh twins uh so he's playing himself twice which is brilliant um and he's such an exceptional actor and and uh, and he looks great in this and it it talks about the affront on christianity and 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 homo homophobia mm-hmm. um and it got banned from singapore probably because of the fact that it it discusses yeah. and examines um, yeah. homophobia and christianity and, and hypocrisy well, and so hypocrisy the, the, hypocrisy in yeah. the, the official culture. um statement on what it was is there's this law Stating that uh, I can't remember what it is exactly. Is it like offending religious? Um, um, no, it's the um, something that can uh, offend a certain group or people. So, like, mm-hmm. um, basically, this this law is used when um, you know, like, for example, if something like Charlie Hebdo, you know, when he when they 
had like the prophet of the the prophet Muhammad when he was mm. like they depicted him in a drawing and it like upset a bunch of you Muslims. Charlie Hebdo, the, the yeah Charlie Hebdo, friend, yeah, yeah when when they upset a bunch of Muslims, yeah, right? Yeah, in yeah. Singapore, Charlie Hebdo would have probably been like legally reprimanded because sure, they're sure. offending someone. Yeah. So it's under this law, they are saying that this is probably going to offend uh, Christians in Singapore, mm. and that's why they're banning it. And well, the, to pinpoint the law, I think, because like it says here... Something um, about racial harmony, racial it, it says, and uh, religious har- harmony. harmony, yeah. It says uh, why Amos Yi um, got arrested, or like the police reports um, stated that he was arrested in Singapore with charges of intention of wounding the religious feelings of Christians. That's it, wounding religious feelings, mm. yeah. And mm. this movie takes a deep dive into that mm. and really kind of scrutinizes and examines that, um, which I think is brilliant. But yeah, they mm. banned it in Singapore because of that very affront on mm. on that specific group, uh, yeah. religious group. Yeah. Um, so it's been making the rounds internationally, but in Singapore it's, and this is a prolific uh, filmmaker as well, Ken Kwek, um, who who is very um is he singaporean yes yeah yeah yeah. and he does very challenging films which is great because it pushes singapore's boundaries and it pushes um art and and filmmaking to Mm. to become more um yeah challenging and 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 more um more more engaging in that in that sense especially from a corner of the world where you know it's it's kind of like what we did with the saudi arabian theme right Mm. where can you push the 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 boundaries the envelope like we watched elo elo for example i think what was that one of our first few episodes like maybe 15 or something southeast asian gems Yeah. yeah so like i guess that pushed in certain ways that the singaporean government were like you know that's sheds light on something that's bad about singapore but like Fine. Yeah, but it's not like an overt attack. It's the same yeah. with our Saudi Arabian yeah. films. Yeah. I think none of like them... I can imagine if, for example, someone made a movie about homosexuality in the Middle East, like in Saudi Arabia, it would yeah. it would Maybe be it... it would be too close. I guess like too quick for the this the the yeah. reform. You but know? I think you need I think you need films like that, or you need yeah. someone to to really push it to the extremes in order to for hopefully mm. Singapore or that government body to really evaluate yeah. and, and reflect on whether or not it can. Yeah. So now they're going to look at this film and the international attention it's getting because yeah, yeah I of think the ban. I, I, that's what I, I was mean, just. Th- I, I think so when I saw in the in the um, when I saw on Instagram that this film had been banned. Yeah. I messaged you because you had contacted me about this film for different reasons. Yeah. A few months ago, and I said, and I remember reading the comments, and a lot of the comments were from Singaporeans, and they're like, "Well, you know what." I wouldn't have probably checked out this film to begin with, but now I'm gonna. I want to see it. Exactly, yeah. it arouses more curiosity. Well, probably good publicity. Yeah. yeah. Well, this brings up another pretty big headline from right now in Singapore. Um, the Singaporean government has invited Richard. Uh, what was, was it Richard Branson? Yeah, uh, Richard to, Branson. Yeah, to come and speak. in a shopping mall. I, well, yeah, they're they're trying to do this like thing where they have a debate about. Uh, freedom of speech and and uh, like media freedom. I don't know what the word is. Like, Wasn't it about what? the death penalty? And, and or was what? it the death penalty? Yeah, because Richard Branson. They have this interview <laughs> in Girl City. I think Richard <laughs> Richard Branson. So I for it was context, freedom of speech. I'm pretty certain it was Richard Branson who publicly denounced the, uh, capital, capital capital punishment, punishment yeah. Yeah. in Singapore. I believe that was the case. Hmm. And that then, would make sense and then because was, of the recent and then it, it, the recent, yeah, yeah, it brought also, some yeah. feathers in Singapore, and it incited. Um, and so I think he was invited by someone from the, the government. Singaporean government yeah. to come and debate it in a public oh, forum. Oh, shit. I thought it was for freedom of speech. 
Um, it, I mean, they might. It, they I'm might. Yeah, they might it was. I'm pretty. It wouldn't make it sense. Capital, capital punishment, punishment. Yeah, because they, of the recent. Um, they recently. They recently sentenced someone. Oh, like they, no, no. They recently sentenced a few. Like there was like uh, I remember in the span of two months there was like at least four to like five a spate of executions. Yeah, yeah, of executions, which kind of made yeah. international. Um, I mean, they headlines. yeah they it it went viral on social media, especially basically. because of yeah. the. Um, the, the, there was a Malaysian kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a lot of racial um, intensity behind, oh, behind it all. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, back to the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of um, all I kind of wanted to highlight. Kind of want to give first of all shout mm. outs to 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 Yao yeah. and to Shuyi, um, but also to to give a shout out to this film. And I, I hope we can watch it at some yeah, point. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe we could do look at me. Look at me. Maybe yeah. we can do like a a special I mean, one off. I, I mentioned that. Maybe we could do like mm. a special one off or like remote. Like maybe yeah. have a chat with Yao. If For you, sure. If, yeah, yeah, that'd that, be brilliant. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, so Yao, you heard it here first. Um, and the movie, again, for all of you out there, I don't think I like really emphasize that, but it's called Look At Me. It's uh, not, it's not, it's not available to watch anywhere, is it, at the moment? I would say it's, it might be a little bit tricky. I don't know where it would be because um, I still haven't got my hands on it and I'm quite... Well, if we, if, if, if we hear any news about that, we'll yeah. give it a shout yeah, out we'll, on the show. We'll, sounds, sounds a bit of a, like a, like a movie. Kind of it thing. could, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like sure. movie would yeah. be one to pick it up, but maybe they're still looking for distributors as well. Yeah. Anyway, so let's let's talk about what we've been watching, right? Yeah. Like what what have you been watching? Couple, hey, couple of finales. Hey, yeah, you, hey, you know yeah. what's up. A couple of finales. Yeah. Uh, well, before before we get to those, because I feel like we'll talk about that. Um, Ollie suggested I should watch Mo, like oh. I think three months ago. Or two months ago, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, and- for a little bit of context, Jabril. So Mo is a Netflix series that yeah. stars what's his name Mo Amir? Mo, Mo Amr. A Mo, yes, and I watched it, really enjoyed it, but Jabril had told me that he's not a fan of this comedian, or he wasn't yeah, a fan of this comedian. Neither. Plus, the guy who created Mo also created the show Rami, and I have like a weird situation with Rami where like I like watched it from the beginning of the second season, and I didn't watch the first season, so I'm like trying to like forget yeah. that those episodes so I could watch it from the beginning. Uh, but holy crap, dude! I was watching it last night. Uh, I think there was an episode where uh, they have. Have you watched it? I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for people. But basically, there's this really emotional bit where his mother like starts saying stuff about like Palestine and shit. And dude, I started bawling. Oh, oh nice! I started yeah, crying I so hard. And then like Good. five minutes later, he pulls out a joke, and I he like makes me laugh like so much. Like it's fucking hilarious. And so that's something that. I feel like everyone should watch because it's cool. a really good Arab American exp- like Arab American experience, and then also, you know, it just talks about like the Palestinian experience, and it's something yeah. that is very the, close to home the, for me. And and not to cut you off, I'm, but I'm so glad you like that show. But I think f- for me, who's you know who's not from Palestine, who's not from that part of the world, I think it was the first time I'd seen a show that focused on undocumented Palestinian immigrants in America, mm-hmm. which is, um, which Mo, Mo, Mo Ahmed? Mo Amr. Mo Amr. A-M-E-R. Mo Amr. I believe his family were undocumented immigrants. Yeah. This, this sto- this it's like this whole refugee situation. Yeah. His and his, fa- his, his experience life. and his, yeah, his family's life. And um, wow, I think it's brilliant. such an important yeah. story and, and, and a great show. Really funny, but also Netflix. Yeah. It really hits you in the Netflix, fields. Netflix special and a 24. Wow! Oh, shit, yeah, A twenty four. So, A twenty four is bringing me back. Yeah, yeah, it's bringing yeah. me back. Yeah, yeah. yeah good, it's good, slowly. Ah, oh, fucking A twenty four. Damn. Uh, okay, so Mo, nice. Mo, yeah, uh, yeah, very cool. Um, so yeah, there's Strange New Worlds, which is a Star Trek yeah. thing, which yeah, yeah. I think is the best thing they've done so far since oh, that cool. franchise started. I think got 
like created with Paramount yeah, yeah, Plus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've yeah, come yeah. out with Discovery, which is like their new like Star Trek thing. Then yeah. they have a animated show, which is kind of like comedy. Picard. They, they they have oh, Picard, Picard yeah. which is kind of like fucking bring him back like yeah yeah of so yeah, like yeah. it was that's boring discovery's <laughs> weird like it's very like in your face we are pc <laughs> the cartoon's funny but this one is so like bringing it back to like og star trek which oh, i yeah. love it's like single episodes single stories mm. and it's like exploring the universe oh. and like i love the 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 topics and conversations that they talk about it brings me back to like the shit that they had in the 80s oh, you know cool so to all you trekkies out there yeah right? trekkies out yeah. there um boom it's fucking Something good check out yeah and then obviously Rings of Power and House of the Dragon. That yeah, show. House of the D. Yeah, Rings yeah. of Power. Maybe we can uh, record a bonus episode about some of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a spoiler, yeah. a spoiler discussion. Yeah, spoiler yeah, discussion. Yeah. yeah. But what about you guys? What yeah, you guys? Ollie. What? What? Sure. What's been I'll, going on? I'll, I'll keep mine brief. I've been trying to watch a lot more movies recently. Been watching a lot of stuff on movie. Nice. Um, just to mention that, but I'm gonna give a special shout out to a couple of horror films because, hey, like I said earlier, it's it is the October when we're recording this. Yep, it is the season of Halloween, and I love me some horror films. So um, I watched uh, The Wicker Man, the original one, last week, last weekend. And I'd never seen that film for some reason, but it, it's it's a classic. We I think we've mentioned, we talked about Midsommar on this podcast. Midsommar and a bunch of other films owe a huge debt to Wicker Man. It's a British film from the 1970s, kind of a folk horror film, quite notoriously remade with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Not, the and, bees. Uh, yeah. Not the bees! Not the bees! And has produced some of the uh, his most memeable mm. uh, clips on YouTube. Um, and then I also saw a Danish film that just came out called Speak No Evil. Yeah, still need to see it. And that. oh my, oh my lord. Wow, wow, we wow. Wow, wow, we This will. is one of the most disturbing films I've seen in some time. Oh boy. Uh, I really, really like it. But it's yeah, it's it's disturbing. Uh, but I would highly recommend it if you have a if you have a strong stomach. And then quickly, just to f- finish that off, I have been watching some TV industry season two. Hey. It's coming out on BBC at the moment, but it was on HBO Max earlier this year. I don't. It's the new Succession, guys. Hey, check it out. If you want to see a, a bunch of bankers in London having sex and and doing naughty things, then that's your show. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I think naughty things. That. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like a great. Yeah, TV I could show, never really fun. get into Succession. I just found it like. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to, you know, it's just like it's it never comes to mind, yeah. you know, like I'd watch two episodes and then I forget about it for three months. Uh, you just have to keep going. Keep yeah. at it. Keep at yeah. it. It gets better and I better. Will. I want to do the voice with you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Um, so I want to quickly shout out a couple of movies, one of which is probably going to make my top 10 this year. Uh, it's a movie called Athena. It's a French film um, Ooh, directed by Romain Grava, uh, but also written and produced by uh, Lady G. Lee, uh, who also did the Les Misérables. And I mean, there for me this year, at least, there is no other film that produces such a technical marvel than this one. It's incredible in terms of filmmaking it is uh, what an achievement i was bewildered throughout it uh it's intense but it's such it the camera work in that film is just incredible um there are some set pieces that i was just (laughs) baffled by um i watched a couple of movies that made me poop my pants including the wailing uh i also have to shout out the summit of the gods the summit of the gods which i think Jabril, you would love because, you know, you're an avid climber and you, you love mountaineering. Nice. And, and um, I feel like that was that that'd be a brilliant film for you to watch. Uh, a great animation. Also, um, a French animation. 
Um, and to wrap it up quickly, uh, ooh, the, the last thing I watched was Das Boot, which I'd never seen. And I understand why it's helmed as one of the greatest war films ever made. Uh, oh, because shit. it's, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, there is... There, Three and a half hours in the submarine. I did, yeah. I, I watched no, the director's cut. So it's I, supposed yeah, to be yeah. two hours and a half. I really wanted to do is, that movie for my... Like oh yeah, your world team, yeah, world yeah. Team, yeah. Team. I mean it's yeah. fucking bonkers, man. Shit, the the sense of claustrophobia you get throughout it is ugh, it's intense. Um, so yeah, that was that was that. Um, and because we're running out of time, should I just jump into what we're gonna be you know watching for the next three weeks over the next couple oh, of weeks? Um, I was just gonna say, uh, Frozen Planet Two. Hey, Frozen. Give it up oh, to Frozen Planet 2, dude. Yeah. You know what? One night I was having a horrible sleep and I woke up at 3 a.m. and I was having a bit of anxiety. Mm -hmm. I watched Frozen Planet 2. That shit calmed dude, me down. Dude. That shit put me to sleep. Dude, seals and penguins oh, and stuff. Man. Like, like It's beautiful. I, honest, and yeah, the but, score, Hans Zimmer. Yeah, the score. And then I love the bit where they like the last 20 minutes or 15 mm. minutes where they go through how they shot it and how they got yeah. the audio. And they did that with Planet Earth 2. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the behind dude, scenes. The behind, yeah. Dude. <sighs> Please don't take him from us. Please. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a gem. He's yeah. an absolute hero. Um, Indeed. Ugh. Yeah, he's doing God's work. Yeah. All right. So, yes. Now, we're going to go for the theme. We got a new theme. This is episode 7070. We got a new theme, and this is uh, Raph's term to. It is. Raph's it is. time. Yeah. It's my time to take over. And I'm bringing it back to kind of the master classes that we've been introducing. I feel like you do a lot of these master classes. I do. Yeah. I do. Because I feel like I want to. Yeah, I want to educate. Guy, yeah? I want to educate. You know, you look, I want to look like a master class yeah, I'm guy. A, I'm a master class guy. You know, yeah. What can I say? What can I say? But this time, I want to um, go outside of our of our directors and our and our producers and kind of take a dive deep into the acting world. And who better to you know kind of give us that world than Francis? McDormand. I want to take a deep dive into her cinematic work. And Frances McDormand is an American actress uh, who has a career spanning, I believe, over four decades now. Yeah, like 40 um, years, 40, 45 yeah, years. Yeah, 40 year career um, with a, a, a mountain of accolades under, you know, on. Uh, is she it's, on three Oscars now? Yeah, four. Well, yeah, she got nominated five yeah. times and won two. Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. Yeah, well, I was going to say the, movie, the movies that I <laughs> yeah, want to. Dark of the Night. Yeah, yeah. The movies Dark that I. Dark of the Moon, that's it. Well, yeah. the three movies are Transformers, Dark of the Moon, Madagascar 3, Europe's <laughs> Most Wanted. Uh, to be honest, she revived that. Franchise, which um, franchise? The the Madagascar. Oh. <laughs> she was the best thing out of that movie. Anyways, no. Um, but yeah, it's um, she's a fellow. Jada Pinkett Smith is like, say what now? Yeah, <laughs> what? Um, but she's a fellow Yale graduate as well, and Yale, as 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 most of us know, is a very reputable um, school, which Yao is in as well. Watch out! I'm telling you, Yao's the next Francis McDormand. Shout out um, to Connecticut. Yeah, shout out. Um, and and yeah, she's just made some incredible, incredible films uh, to which we are going to to which we are going to watch. Wow, that's mm. a sentence right there. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of hers. I fell in love with her when um, I first watched Fargo, and from then I just kind of watched everything that she was in. How how like. difficult was this for you? What um, to choose the movies? Like, yeah, picking. To the oh, movies. it was incredibly hard because I think she has such an incredible. Um, but also, I think I think I think because also she's obviously 
an indomitable presence on screen. But oh, she's yeah. also more of a, she's been known as more of a character actor, perhaps. Absolutely. So a lot of her best roles have not necessarily, up, I think up until recently, have not been her taking the lead. She's great at playing those supporting characters. Yeah. In addition to leading characters, which means it might it must have been hard to pick films that would define mm. her. Yes, absolutely. Because even Fargo, uh, as much as she is a lead in it, you know, mm. she she she, she is doesn't show she's up. part of an yeah, and she, she doesn't show up until twenty minutes for twenty five minutes of the film. But she's also part of a big ensemble, mm. right? Um, and there's a lot of standouts in that film. Um, so it was it was hard to pick, but I feel like I've got I've got a a, a nice generous three. So tell us what are those three films that you've picked? So. I've got Fargo as our number one. Uh, I've got Almost Famous as our number two, which, mm. uh, so Fargo, she won the Oscar for. Uh, I believe Almost Famous, she won the Oscar before Best Supporting. Yeah. Or was nominated. No, she won. Uh, she, there we go. Oh, she did. Uh, yeah, and yeah, 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 that's three. Uh, and then the last one, but not least, is um, Three Billboards Outside mm. Ebbing, Missouri. Wait, didn't she win for Nomadland as well? Yes. Yeah, she so did. That's, she won so four that's, Oscars that's there? My, yeah. That's it, my favorite like that's Francis the, movie. Yeah. Right? No, my land. I love yeah, that. This is why I was stuck between two films. I, I was stuck between several films, but these two, my la- the, 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 the final one, I was like, do I do, mm. do I do, um, three billboards or do I do Nomadland? I had a real struggle, but that's just, um, and praise of, of her, uh, just having such beautiful, amazing work out there. Yeah. So we're going to see a master of, of her craft. Um, and I'm excited to kind I'm of, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to, to talk about her and, and everything she does. Cause I'm a huge fan. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck Oh, yeah. oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. Geez. Oh, yeah. Wait, we're oh, going to save those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's, um, that's all I got. All right. So before we go, um, I'm going to do a little thing. Cause this episode is going to be sponsored by Temps Rising, December 3rd. What? You know? I expect, expect that. Yeah, because I always do it. I always like pull it out and I'm like, and he's like, oh my God. Yeah. What? Yeah, totally. Oh my God. Actually, yeah. Yeah. It was, so yeah. Temps Rising, uh, December 3rd. This time we are going to be supporting Cancer, um, Research, Cancer UK. Research UK. Yeah, so maybe and Ollie, you yeah, can tell yeah, us sure. more about so, it. We've mentioned it before on our podcast, so long-time listeners will probably recognize this name. Temperatures Rising, it's a, it's a sort of a, a musical club night um, that we put on for charity. Uh, Jabril and myself will be performing there. We've got another night coming up for December 3rd. Yeah, but this one's a little Ma- different. At the Yeah, it's a little bit different. It's at the Mascara Bar in Stoke Newington, London. So again, this is just for our London-based fans. And we will be having some stand-up comedians in addition to some, some DJs. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a night of music and comedy, and it's all going to be for a good cause. This time it's Cancer Research UK. So you can book your tickets at Resident Advisor as usual, although you can find ticket links if you follow our Instagram, which is at Temps Rising. And, uh, yeah, we'd love it if you can come. That's yeah. December 3rd. December 3rd, 2022. Um, so, yeah, before we go, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Give us the five stars. You know how it is. We love that stuff. And, uh, yeah, catch you on the next one for episode 71. We're going to go with Fargo for that movie first. And uh, hope you guys like that. Ciao, ciao for now, my people.